You are probably wondering what the world would be like without science. Well, you wouldn't know because you wouldn't exist. Made for students by students. This is insert title here. Episode number 13, See Our World, Part 1, Science. This is the first part of our podcast on science, engineering, and experiments. Some other things that wouldn't exist without science would be video games, your phone, cake. Seriously? Cake? Yes, cake. Well, anyway, in the world in the world is science, and science is everything. In this episode, we will be talking about different fields in science, and how students and teachers feel about middle school science. First, we will be talking about the basics of three fields of science taught in middle school, and first up is biology, with yours truly. Biology is the study of life, and is based on five basic principles. These are cell theory, Every living, living organism is made of cells, gene theory, traits are given through gene transmission, evolution, any inherited genetic changes to a population over the process of several generations, homostasis, the ability to keep a constant internal environment in response to environmental changes, and thermodynamics, energy cannot be created or destroyed, only converted, but it's not entirely efficient. Biology is a very broad field. There are multiple fields of science or subcategories within biology, such as zoology, the study of animals, botany, the study of plants, and microbiology, the study of microorganisms. There are, there are even subcategories within these subcategories. So yeah, biology is a pretty big field. And now, we move on into the field of physics. Physics is the branch of science about the nature and properties of matter and energy. There are many different fields in, in physics. Here are a few. Classical mechanics, thermodynamics, and statistical mechanics, electromagnetism, uh, electromagnetism and electronics, and quantum mechanics, my personal favorite. And now, chemistry. Chemistry is a scientific discipline. It involves compounds and composed of elements. It is a combination of atoms. There are compositions, structure, properties, behavior, and the changes they undergo during a reaction with other compounds. The important thing to remember is that science is not a set thing. It is there to be proven wrong. There is a method that all scientists use to test discoveries. This method is the scientific method. The scientific method is a body of techniques for investigating phenomena, acquiring new knowledge, or correcting and integrating previous knowledge. These techniques are... 1. Question. What do you want to learn? 2. Research. Find out as much about your topic as you can. 3. Hypothesis. Make an educated guess of an answer to the question. 4. Produce, I mean, procedure or method Write and follow step-by-step -step experiment to test the hypothesis. 5. Data and observations. Collect information during the experiment and write down what you noticed. And finally, number 6. Conclusion. Was the hypothesis correct? These techniques can be done in any order necessary. We will now ask students how they feel about middle school science and what they liked about it. What is your favorite kind of science? Chemistry. Hmm. Why is it your favorite? Because I enjoy all the labs we get to do while we're doing chemistry. So what's been your favorite science lab? 
my favorite science lab is when we burned the magnesium to create light that burned your eyes. And during that lab, so many people were burning magnesium at the same time. The fire alarm went off, and we all had to evacuate the school. Oh, <laughs> uh, what would you change about middle school science? Um, I would do more experiments in labs. Mm. No, I, what kind of labs would you want to do? Not sure, just less like writing and paperwork and sort of do more hands-on than reading. Okay, thank you. So, what is your favorite kind of science? My favorite kind of science is chemistry. Okay. What has been your favorite lab we have done this year in the school year? I really like the popcorn lab. Even though I was sad yeah. I didn't get to eat the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> um, if there is one thing you could change about middle school science, what would it be? Um, I kind of wish maybe, maybe we could show some more uh, videos of like slow-mos of reactions maybe. What has been your least favorite lab? My least favorite maybe was that lab when he gave us um, four different um, chemicals and we had to try different combinations of them because we got different because there was a right or wrong answer and um, my group got a different answer than the rest of the people. Um, Now for the moment we've all been waiting for, the science experiments. Experiments brought to you by Thotco. First up is hot ice. The materials you will need are one liter of clear vinegar and four tablespoons of baking soda. Once you have these, follow these steps. In a saucepan or a large beaker, add baking soda to the vinegar, a little at a time, and stirring between additions. The baking soda and vinegar react to, to and from sodium acetate and carbon dioxide gas. If you don't add the baking soda slowly, you will essentially get a baking soda and vinegar volcano, which would overfill your container. You made the sodium acetate, but it also dilutes to be very useful, so you need to remove most of the water. Boil the so solution to concentrate the sodium acetate. You could just remove the solution from the heat when you, once you have 100 to 150 milliliters of solution remaining. But the easiest way to get good results is to simply boil the solution until a crystal skin or film starts to form on the surface. This, took, this can take about an hour on the stove over medium heat. If you use lower heat, you are less likely to get yellow or brown liquid but, it'll make, but it will take longer. If discoloration occurs, it's okay. Once you remove the sodium acetate solution from heat, immediately cover it to prevent any further evaporation. You should not have any crystals in your solution. If you do have crystals, stir in a very small amount of water or vinegar into the solution, just sufficient enough to dissolve the crystals. Place the covered container of sodium acetate solution in the refrigerator to chill. Next is the bouncing polymer ball. Well, what you'll need is borax, found in the laundry section of the store, cornstarch, white glue, specifically Elmer's glue, 
warm water, food coloring, optional, measuring spoons, spoon or craft stick to stir the mixture, two small plastic cups or other containers for mixing, marking pen, watch with a second hand, metric ruler, Ziploc plastic bag. Once you have these materials, this is what you will need to do. Label one cup borax solution and the other cup ball mixture, just so you don't get the two confused. Pour two tablespoons of warm water and half a teaspoon of borax power powder into the cup labeled borax solution. Stir the mixture into stir the mixture to dissolve the borax. Add food coloring if desired. Pour one tablespoon of glue into the cup labeled ball mixture. Add half a teaspoon of the borax solution you just made and one tablespoon of cornstarch. Do not stir. Allow the ingredients to interact on their own for 10 to 15 seconds and then stir them together to fully mix. Once the mixture becomes impossible, and I mean impossible to stir, take it out of the cup and start molding the ball with your hands. The ball will start out sticky and messy, but will solidify as you massage it. Once the ball is less sticky, go ahead and bounce it. You can store your ball in a sealed Ziploc bag when you are finished playing with it. And whatever you do, do not, I repeat, do not eat the materials used to make the ball or the ball itself. Wash your work area, utensils, and hands when you have completed this activity. Thank you for listening, and if you'd like to watch us do these experiments, then click the link below. Again, we are CR World, and we are inserting our title here. Stay tuned for part two.